Welcome to the GB Sports Performance Podcast with me, Grace Brown. This podcast is all things sports, performance and fitness, and I'll be interviewing industry experts to help shed some light on these topics. For more information, you can find me at Grace Brown Fitness on socials. Hello and welcome to the GB Sports Performance podcast with me, Grace Brown. So today we have another solo episode. I am going to be discussing stress and anxiety, and I can't even speak, anxiety related to your sleep. So one of the reasons why this has come up for me this week is partly um what my clients are saying so some of my clients are struggling with anxiety and stress and their sleep routine is all a bit messed up therefore it affects their performance how they feel etc etc so I feel like this could help everyone doesn't matter if you're an athlete or not but I think these tips um might help you if you can implement them in improving your sleep routine which therefore will increase your performance and feeling in everything in life from your work performance to competition performance to training performance and just generally your how you feel how your general well-being is if that makes sense anyhow So what are the kind of areas that could be causing stress and anxiety? Well, there is a few different areas. There is your daily stressors. So those can be from relationship issues to financial stress uh, to work stress and pressure. Um, Also, being sedentary can affect how you feel etc future events can cause a lot of um, anxiety for example competition uh, selection for a a team um, what else Um, a work deadline or a talk you might have to give at work Um, generally it's worrying about something you can't completely control or it's outside of your control um, imbalanced hormones could be a cause of of imbalance in the body. So, for example, um, stress will cause more adrenaline to flood the body, so therefore can exacerbate. Oh, I managed to say that in one one go. It can exacerbate anxious feelings. So, therefore, if they're off that could affect a lot of things. Um, The other area that is something to be considered considered is a processed diet. So if you're eating regularly unhealthy foods that are very high in uh, being processed, for example, so they're not naturally sourced, etc., this could cause feeling of fatigue, low mood, irritability, and cognitive dysfunction. And then the final one that could cause high stress and anxiety is your poor sleep hygiene. So when your sleep declines in terms of the quality, it can cause things like paranoia, loneliness and depression, um, which therefore will have a knock on you feeling stressed 
or anxious maybe the next day after a bad night's sleep. Um, I think I've got a few stats, so I did a bit of uh, research for you guys. Um, over 70% of people in the UK um, state that stress affects their physical and mental health. While it can feel never-ending, there are many ways to rebalance and improve this. Apparently, 50% of the population experience poor sleep due to depression, stress and anxiety. So therefore, I would say prioritising good quality sleep is crucial for overall well-being, optimal physical um, performance, mental and emotional health. Um, anyway, so I'm going to give you, I think I've got seven I've written down, um, tips that could help reduce anxiety or and or improve your sleep. I always think if you can improve your sleep, and I am definitely not perfect at these tips that I, I'm going to give you. Um, and, you know, I don't have perfect sleep, but I do try to work on it as much as I can. So, um, one number one thing, and I know we are all guilty of this, very much so myself, um, would be to, in terms of... of uh, my top tips for kind of improving your sleep would be avoid blue light. What does that mean? So blue light um, is like from your screen. So we are all guilty of sitting on our phone, scrolling in the evening, watching TV, um, having a lot of blue light, doing work on on our laptops late into the evening. So the problem with blue light is it disrupts our natural production of melatonin so therefore will increase stress hormone so the reason why this is bad as it this will overstimulate us before we go to bed so it is recommended and again I caveat this that I am definitely not perfect at this and um, that I would recommend or it is recommended to turn off all electronic devices at least an hour before bedtime or use um, blue light blocking glasses to help reduce that exposure. So that's one thing we could all probably give a go and give it a try. Um, another thing in relation to food is probably not necessarily skip a late meal but try to avoid eating a heavy meal before you go to sleep. I know it can be difficult for some people that have got sport and competitions in the evenings because you need to refuel, but look for lighter options, things that are easily digestible so you have limited effects on your sleep. Um, they do recommend avoid meals within three hours of bedtime, um, but obviously we've got to be practical as well. Number three, again, I'm probably not always perfect on this one uh, when it comes to caffeine. So it is also recommended that we limit caffeine and alcohol because we know this will disrupt our sleep. So caffeine and alcohol make it more difficult for you to fall asleep. So if you are someone that really struggles to fall asleep, um, and, and believe it or not, it will really harm your sweet sleep quality, even if you do have um, you do manage to fall asleep quite quickly and then it will if you're also someone that gets grogginess in the morning it's definitely worth looking at your caffeine and alcohol consumption so 
I would recommend if you are a coffee drinker, try not to have coffee. Well, I say latest 3pm if you are a big coffee drinker or try and just reduce the window of when you have coffee. So try not to have them after 1pm. That's what my goal is generally. Not always perfect. Um, And also alcohol in the evening. I know us uh, amateur athletes that might like a drink every so often. That will really affect your recovery and sleep quality. Um, The next thing that I was going to recommend is a regular sleep routine or sleep schedule. So trying to go to bed at the same time and get up at the same time, even if you don't have to get up as early. Again, it can be difficult when you have to work late into the evening or you have sport or competition in the evening. but it it does really help. Um, By not sleeping and waking up at the same time every day, it interferes with your body clock and then often will make you feel more fatigued and exhausted. So if you can create a regular routine for your bedtime and your wake-up time, even on weekends, it will make a tremendous difference. Um, One of the things that I do do, I don't generally do it in the evening, but I normally do it in the morning and it's a nice little routine I have now. And again, I'm not saying all these things, you have to do all these things at once, um, but it might be one that you could try if you are really struggling with anxiety and poor sleep. And that is to meditate. The recommendation is to do it before bed because it's a good way to wind down. I tend to do it in the morning to start my day, but it depends on what works for you. And I don't mean you have to sit there for ages and ages trying to like empty your mind. It can be just three minutes of focused breathing you know, I do guided with headspace because I find it easier to have something to follow. Um, but the reason why they find it really helpful, as in in terms of before bed, it can really help you wind down, um, especially if um, you struggle to go to sleep or you're anxious about things. Another thing to look at would be create a positive environment. So your bedroom where you sleep it is really important to try and separate your bedroom to all the other things you do in life for example work try not to work in bed in your bedroom um have like uh, I like to put dim lighting on so a lamp is a really good way to kind of reduce like the bright lights in the evening um maybe some soothing music or light a candle, just so that you can feel nice and relaxed, like a little tranquil oasis. And then the final tip that I also, I'm not very regular with it, but I do find it helpful, is a form of journaling. Um, So if I am anxious or struggling to focus on my sleep, I will do a form of journaling. One, One thing I like to do because it's quick and easy and doesn't take too much effort although again I don't do it all the time um, is a grateful log so one of the reasons why journaling before bed is meant to be really um, effective um, is because it can be as effective as therapy in reducing anxiety which is a mad stat 
it acts as an outlet to express and process emotions and also helps you get a bit more self-awareness and mindfulness on how you feel and it can be really simple so if you don't know what to write and you're like oh that sounds I don't know where to start I would recommend a grateful log so you could just aim to write three things from that day that you are grateful for and it could be something as simple as like I appreciated having 10 minutes to sit down and enjoy my coffee on my own for example it can be something that simple it doesn't have to be some great big thing you're grateful for it anything is fine and it does I don't know why it works but for some reason it really helps manage your your brain or manage your anxiety and stress. Um, these are my tips, so I'll go over them quickly. So avoid blue light if you can. Skip eating a really heavy meal late at night so that you allow uh, bodies, uh, your body to digest sooner so that it doesn't affect your sleep routine. Limit caffeine and alcohol. Try and stick to a regular sleep schedule. Meditate before bed. Create a positive environment where you sleep. Uh, journal before bed or um, write a get grateful log. Um, that is all I have for you today. I hope you found it useful. And um, maybe you can let me know if you do try any of these steps. And if you are someone that do, does struggle with um, your sleep or anxious, anxious and highly stressed. Um, let me know if you do try them. I'd love to hear if any of these tips helped. Um, and then what's coming up? We've got sprint classes. My free strong stretch is available for everyone that wants to join. I've got a load of interviews coming up, hence why I haven't released any yet because I've got a load to record. Um, I'm going to get a sports nutritionist on. So if you've got any questions around sports nutrition that you'd like a bit more detail, let me know. I will ask them. I've got a sports psychologist that I've got coming on next week. So please let me know if you've got any questions. And I'm also going to speak to someone about mindset around when you have a big injury. Um, so I think that's going to be super interesting, especially for anyone that's suffering with a long term injury at the moment. Um, just help with your mindset etc in the meantime if you've got any questions please do follow me at grace brown fitness on insta uh, drop me a message if you have any questions my dms are always open and have a great day thanks Thank you for listening to the GB Sports Performance Podcast with me, Grace Brown. If you have any questions for me or my guests, please drop me a message at Grace Brown Fitness on Instagram. Thank you.